this is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. We're going to learn something today. I found a sport I know almost nothing about, and so luckily, I've also found a top-level USA cricket player, Nosh, to help us out today. Nosh, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. First thing I need you to do is help me out with how to correctly say your your proper name. I'm calling you Nosh. That's a nickname, right? That's right, yeah. So what is your full name? So my full name is Nostosh. Nostosh Kenjigi. Okay. Thank you for doing that. I didn't want to try it and then and not do it justice. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's jump into a couple quick favorites about, about you. So who would you say is your favorite athlete of all time? Um, I have a lot of athletes who are cricketers, but if I have to mention somebody who is not a cricketer, I think I, I look up to Jordan mm-hmm. growing up and I grew up in India. So there, even there in India, he's a huge figure, and oh, really? we all used to follow him play, and then there was a movie that came out about him, so yeah, Michael Jordan. The Space Jam movie? Space Jam, yeah. 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 That's old. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, what's your fav- who's your favorite cricketer? Um, cricketer, it's a guy called Virat Kohli. Um, if you're not aware, he's, he's like the Ronaldo of football, okay. or soccer, actually, yeah. Yeah. and he's someone who is lived up to everybody's expectation, be it on the field, outside the field. He's just ruling cricket right now. And he's doing that for the last 10 years. So oh, wow. He's been consistently on the top. Wow, fantastic. So I'm going to guess that your favorite sport to play is cricket, yes? Yes. What's your favorite sport to watch? Um, I like watching squash. Yeah, so I used to play a lot of squash in India too. Um, it's an energetic sport. You need to be fit and... If you play with a proper player who is of your standard, then you're losing close to 700, 800 calories an oh my hour. Gosh. And that's supposed to be one of the hardest sport to play. I need to learn squash. So that's a whole nother podcast to talk about <laughs> squash because I don't know. I know less about squash than I do cricket. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. I, yeah. So you'll have to teach me about that another day. Sure. Um, let's see. Distance. What's the farthest distance you've, you've traveled to play sports or watch sports? I know you said you grew up in India, so that's my guess is what you're going to say. Right. Um, if I've if you have if I have to consider something that I've done here in the US, it would be I've traveled all the way from New York to Cali to California to play. So Oh wow. Yeah. All the across longest. the US, yeah. Yeah. East to West. <laughs> Do you have any sports superstitions? Um, we have a lot of routines. I think it just develops when you're a player. It's kind of something that comes into your routine. So be it putting on my shoes first or the left shoe first and then the right shoe, mm-hmm. or be it the left sock before the right sock. I wouldn't call it superstition, but it's just a form of routine or a habit. All right, let's talk about your story. So I read a little bit about you, so correct me if any of this is wrong, but you were born in the Atlanta area. You moved to India when you were a little bitty, right? And then at 18, you went to a college in India, to, um, and you attended a cricket academy. Then you ended up here in the U.S. in D.C., and you've moved a couple places. So tell me, tell me about that journey, and, and why did you end up? In the U.S., back in the U.S. Right. Um, so I was born in Alabama. Uh, my parents, oh, yeah. Okay. Alabama. So my parents were in Alabama for four years. They were studying. And then after I was born, they decided that they'll go back to India because the whole family is there in India. And I went, I did all my schooling in India. And I, all I did was play cricket. So I started playing cricket when I was five. And it used to be a do- daily thing. So I'd come back from school, play cricket, wake up, play cricket, then go to school. I just love in playing. I just love playing cricket, and 
when I was 13 or 14, that's when things got serious. And my dad said, all right, now you need to start enrolling to the serious circuit where you start playing cricket in a professional way and see where you can reach. And we moved. So I was born in a, so we grow coffee back home. And that's from a, that's a smaller town, which is close to this big city called Bangalore. Okay. Your family was, were coffee farmers. Right. Okay. So we moved to Bangalore, which was big for cricket. And I pursued my interest there, went to academies, played for the school district. Is that why your family moved there? Yeah. For oh, okay. Cricket. Yeah, okay. Yeah. One of the big reasons. Not yeah. the only one, but I started studying in Bangalore too. So it was cricket and studies. And by the time I was, I was 21, 22, I kind of realized that I didn't reach where I wanted to reach. I wanted to play for the country. And by 25, I thought, now it's time to move on. Because at the same time, when I was 25, I had a master's degree in biomedical instrumentation. Biomedical instrumentation. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, my dad made sure that it was just cricket. Uh, it wasn't just cricket because he knew there had to be a plan B. So, Smart. Yeah. <laughs> so because plan A didn't work out in India, he said, all right, now it's time to move on. And I wanted to come and see what opportunities I had here in the U.S. So my cousin lives in um, D.C. So I thought I'd just come to him, just stay with him, look for jobs, and see where it goes. That's okay. the story to come here. So you, um, you mentioned Plan A. So in India, is is everybody's Plan A big dream thing um, to play cricket? Um, no, actually in India, it's kind of, it's the stereotypical thing is, your, your parents always want you to be either a doctor or an engineer. <laughs> so my dad was, I'm very lucky in a sense that he allowed me to pursue what I wanted to do. But he said at the same time, you just need to have a plan B just in case. Sure. Because not, I mean, in sports, it's just 0.1% that gets to be a professional in that sport and get paid. Right. That's what I wondered. Like, is it so common that everybody thinks they want to go do that, you know, play cricket for their life? They're, you know, I didn't know if that was so common that it's really, really hard to do. Yeah, as a sportsman, it's really hard because in India especially, it's like how baseball and football is put together here. Okay. So everybody just plays cricket. Everybody wants to be a cricketer. But as time goes on, as you turn older, you realize you don't have it in you and you don't have that skills and you need to move on and just see what best suits you. Right. So you moved to D.C. because uh, you had family there and you... So how did you end up on uh, Team USA or the USA cricket team? Yeah, so when I came to the US, I was fed up of cricket. I didn't want to play cricket anymore. It was just too much in India. All I did was play cricket. So I said, now oh, it's time to move on to my biomedical career. And I came to the US and I started looking for jobs. And I would apply for a lot of jobs. But since I didn't have any job experience in the US, it was really hard to get a job. So I would apply anywhere from Seattle to New York looking for jobs. And at one point, I, after three, four months of not getting a job, I heard back from a company in New York, in Long Island. And they said they were looking for a few candidates and I could come and um, get an interview done. Wow. Yeah, so I went to New York. It all worked out well. They said I could join them. So in two months, I moved to New York. And at that point, I still had no idea about cricket. Like, in, I didn't know there was a lot of cricket here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, USA had played a World Cup back in 2003, and that's huge. Yeah. So I knew USA has a team and everything, but I, I didn't... You didn't seek them out to go figure out if you could play for them right, right away. Right. You were focused on, on work. Right, exactly. So when I moved to New York, there are a couple of... There are a lot of club teams in New York. I think there are about 
250 club teams in New York. I bet and that's one of the bigger markets in the U.S. Right. for cricket, just mm-hmm. population-wise. And, you know, it's kind of a melting pot of all different types of cultures. So that was probably a, the best place for you to land, right? That's right, yeah. Somehow Destiny just had it in me for me to land in New York. And there, I mean, cricket is huge where there's um, Asian population and Caribbean population. It's huge in the Caribbean. So Jamaicans, Barbados, um, Trinidad, all of them play a lot of cricket. So New York being one place where there's so many cultures, it was huge in New York. So I just decided that I'll just get to play on the weekends because I would be working on the weekdays. And one thing led to another. And then the U.S. team at the right time in 2016, they were looking for a few players in around the country. And they had finished scouting in nine other places throughout the country. And New York was supposed to be the last place. And at that point, I was in New York, and I said, I've tried all these years, might as well just go and might as well. give the selection once more. So I sent a video, I told them my history, and then there were a few selection combined games. I did well. And then in the next nine months, there was a lot of eligibility criteria that I had to pass through to because I hadn't lived here long enough. Mm. So I, tend, I had to do some community service where I was teaching kids how to play cricket, just helping them with coaching, just get involved more. Oh, good, yeah. And then when I was eligible, I had to again attend the real games, selection games. And I did well, and that's how I got into the U.S. team. Would you, so if you weren't born in Alabama, would you have been eligible at all? No, not really, no. Okay, so that piece of it, even though you only lived here that short while in Alabama area, that was the first step, right? Yep. For then you coming back and getting to qualify for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then was your first big uh, thing with the USA cricket team in Uganda? Yes, that's right? right. Yes. We went to Uganda. It's, um, so it's a division championship where you keep moving along from one division to another. And at that point, we were in division three. And that tournament didn't go very well for the team. I did, I did decently well, but we as a team didn't get promoted to the division two. Okay. So is that, so I saw, I read about that uh, WCL3. Is that That's what that right. means? Yeah. The level three or something? Uh-huh. Okay. World Championship League. World Championship League three. three. Yeah. So the point is to, to get moved up to level two. That's right. Okay. So right now, um, as we speak now, I think we're ranked number 19 in the world. And wow. at that point when we were in Uganda, we were languishing at 40, 45. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was just 2017. So that wasn't that long ago, uh, right? You I mean, no, as in now 2019, right? Like oh, today. okay. No, I know when you when you were there originally ranked 40-something. Mm-hmm. Was that a couple years ago, you mean? Yeah, a couple yeah. of years so ago. So you yeah. guys have really jumped up in the yeah. last few years. So we kind of, so right now we have ODI status, and that's huge because only 20 teams in the world have ODI status. It means that any match that we play is sanctioned by the ICC, mm. which means we get more funding, and we are covered by ICC. That's the regulatory board for the all countries. Yeah. Okay. So that's big. You've kind of reached a good milestone. Mm-hmm. Um, the team has at least. So awesome. Okay. So I want to know a little bit about the sacrifices. Um, your story is unique. I mean, not most people don't, you know, move across the world a few times and then take up your, your original youth sport um, later on in life. So Tell me what type of sacrifices that, that you've made to be where you are right now in the sport. Um, I think a lot of, like, when I look back, it's, it's hard to think that I would come this far. And I think it's a lot of sacrifices made by my parents. I think they, they have to be credited a lot for what I've achieved today. Um, Beat them moving from my hometown 
Chikmangalore to Bangalore, it was a huge move. And being it, so my dad didn't send me to a school in Chikmangalore because there was no cricket. So he had me all the way studying in a different state because that state was good for cricket. So right from then, he just kept pushing me through all the hard times. And obviously in any sportsman's life, there's always highs and lows. And through the lows, he just stuck it out with me. And I think I'm just reaping the benefits now. Do you have brothers and sisters? Yes, I have a brother. Um, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Where is he? Um, he just finished his studies in the UK, and he's oh, gone wow. back to Bangalore now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I was going to ask if one of your sacrifices was distance from your family at all. So now, I mean, I guess that's sort of part of it. Do you get to see your family a lot right now with the schedule that you keep with USA Cricket? Yeah, right now, that would be the biggest sacrifice, like you mentioned. Um I don't get to see that see them that often and because it's cricket I don't feel it that much because when I'm playing I just love it so much mm-hmm. but when I was working in New York I just felt so far away and I didn't know what I was doing it wasn't in my blood to just go follow my path in biomedical instrumentation I, I 9 to 5 job my my head wasn't there yeah. I just wanted to be on a cricket field So then tell me about work. Is that a sacrifice? Well, I mean, if it's better for you to play cricket, no. But did you sacrifice your job to be, I mean, are you a full-time cricketer? Right now, yes. But like you mentioned, um, I had to quit my job three times before I turned a pro cricketer. Oh, okay. So um, like I mentioned, um, we got the ODI status now, which meant there was a lot of money coming in. And we got our contracts, full-time contracts about four months ago. But until then, until 2019, April, there were times when I'd quit jobs, I didn't have any jobs. So it was just me um, looking to do well for the national team and make a name for myself. So I would just quit jobs, just do small gigs, and then just practice and play cricket. So those were big sacrifices too, because in the workspace, I was doing well and I was moving up the ladder, but I said, this is not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So I haven't worked in that field for three years. Is that so, something you go back to? Um, Can you? I think so, but I'll have to again start five years <laughs> yeah. um, earlier to what I am today. But hopefully I don't have to go back there right now or the next five, ten years. I yeah. don't know how long. I mean, as a sportsman, you can't look too far ahead. Just one injury can just put you on a different route. So right. I don't want to think too much ahead. But at the moment, I just want to give it my best every day and see where it takes me. Awesome. Well, I bet you can always refresh your... Now tell me the the skill or the major again, biomedical instrumentation. Biomedical instrumentation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can refresh your skills on biomedical instrumentation to get a fine job whenever if ever you need to do that. Hopefully. All right. Let's talk about this game. So I told you at the top I don't know much about cricket. I I'm a softball, baseball, soccer, football, I don't know, all these other sports that I grew up playing and watching and, and enjoying and learning a lot about. I don't know anything about cricket. So let's just let you educate me just a little bit. So even on some of the terms that I was looking and noticing how different they are. I mean, you got a bowler, batsman, wickets, things like that, which I'm guessing is maybe like a point or a goal. So give me a rundown on these basics real quick. Sure, yeah. I think it's my partial um, responsibility to educate cricket to whoever I can because that's what I play and I do probably. So cricket, if... If there's any sport that comes close to cricket, it would be baseball, very close to baseball. Um, but again, I think cricket is a little more complicated. Um, in cricket, there's just two bases, unlike in baseball where you have four bases. And in cricket, the 
the objective is to score more runs than the other team. And when I say runs, it's same as points in baseball. Okay. So you have 11 in a team and you can, so you either bat first or you bowl first. So bowl is the same as pitching. Okay. So when you're batting, um, unlike baseball, you have to hit it in the V, where you have to hit it in the V, the straight Vs. Right. In cricket, you can play it in any direction, so oh, 360 so degrees. Not really any foul lines. No like, foul lines. Okay. That's right. So you're looking to hit it on any direction, and instead of running four bases, you're just running back and forth. So there are two men of the same team. So if I'm batting, there's a non-striker and myself, and when I hit the ball, we run from one base to another. Got it. Okay. And you can get dismissed the same way in baseball where you get caught, catch out. Mm-hmm. You can get bowled. So bowled is like strike. So if you okay. miss the ball and there are three stumps that are behind the batsman. So the batsman is literally trying to protect those stumps. So if the batsman misses the ball and it hits the wickets, oh. the batsman is out. Even once? Even once. Oh. Just once. So the bowler is trying to hit the wickets. Oh, get it past the batsman, hits a wicket? Is that mm-hmm. what you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I was way off when I thought a wicket was a, like a point. No, so a, a point wicket is a run. Is, a wicket is if you're the pitcher, which bowler, right? If you're the bowler, you're trying to get a wicket. That's right. You're getting, okay. Wow, I was way off my guess. Yeah. See, this is why I needed to learn this. <laughs> okay, so I got bowler, I got the batsman. Now I know what a wicket is. I was going to ask about dismissal, but you mentioned that. So so you get dismissed if you are a batsman and you let the ball hit. Is it a ball? Is that what, um, what's if it you, called? Yeah, it's a ball. ball, yeah. And the ball hits one of the wickets. How mm-hmm. else can you get dismissed? You can get caught by an outfielder. So if the batsman hits it and the catchers catch it before the ball bounces okay. on the ground. And then you can get run out. So if you're trying to run runs and you don't reach the base before the uh, outfielder throws it in to the stumps, you can get out too. To the stumps? Yes. Is the stumps, is the stump a person ready to catch it there at the at the mark, or does uh, it no, just have to get there, it's the like, ball? It's like a base that has three um, three wickets. Okay. The, it's like, it's wooden, it's it's about um, three, four feet. Okay. And it's made up of wooden. Yeah, so okay. It's like, it's like a stand. That's a stump. Yeah, that's the stump. Okay, so does the ball have to literally like hit it? Yes. Oh. It needs to, sh- it needs to break the stump. Oh. The, it needs like to knock get out it. of, yeah, knock it out. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. I love that. Okay, so I saw some, some stats. So I think you're, I think I saw at this point your batting average was, it said 10.5. Right. Is that good? Um, so I'm a bowler. Um, okay. So bowler as in I pitch. Okay. So what I do for Team USA is I bowl. And there are two types of bowlers. There are ones who throw fast, who bowl fast, like the fast pitchers in okay. baseball. Mm-hmm. And then there are bowlers who throw curveballs. Okay. So I'm more like a person who throws curveballs. Okay. You got some movement on the ball. Yes. Okay. Like spin on the ball. So the faster bowlers bowl at about 190 uh, miles an hour. No way. Yeah. And wow. Is the ball bigger or smaller than a baseball? It's about the same about size the as same. baseball. Okay. Yeah. 90. And we can yeah. bounce the ball, so it doesn't have to be full oh, for the okay. batsman. Okay. And when we bowl, we cannot bend our elbows. So in baseball, you, when you pitch, sure. you bend your elbow. Sure. But in cricket, you take a run-up. So you run in, gain the momentum, and then you bowl without bending your elbow. Wow. So if you bend your elbow, it doesn't count. Yes. You got to redo it or something happens. Yes. Wow. So you mentioned like the bowler that 
that is that what spinning means? Um, I saw something is about curveball. Yeah. Okay, and that's what you do. Yes. So can you have both skills? Can you be a fast bowler and a spin bowler? Um, it depends on the ability. So because I'm a curveball, I'm a spinner. I cannot bowl very fast if I want to bowl fast. Okay. My curveball speed is about 50, 60 miles an hour. Okay. Even if I want to bowl, I could very bowl very fast, but it would just be 65, 70. But the faster ones, those guys are bowling 90, 95. So there's a major difference. Yeah, that's quite a difference. Mm-hmm. That's so fast. I never realized that the balls were coming in that fast. Okay, so you don't really have a batting average. Do you be not bat if you're a bowler? Um, so coming to that point, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to bat. So whoever's in the 11, so the team consists of 11 players, you go to, I play as a bowler, but I need to bat still. Okay. So when it says average is 10, that means I average 10 runs a game. Oh, it's, that sounds good. Yeah, it's not the best, but as a bowler, 10, you take it. Okay. For a batsman. What's the good, like, the best batsman on your team, what's his batting average? So good batsmen have average anywhere between 40 and 50. Oh, wow. And the great ones have anything above 50. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I got another question about that in a minute. 50. Okay. And then now I see a bowling average in the 38.33. So is what does that mean? Um, that means I get a wicket. When I bowl, I get a wicket. I get the batsman out for every 38 runs that I concede. Oh, okay. So every 38 runs I concede, I get a wicket. So you want a lower, lower. average. That's right. Okay. That's right. Got it. I'm relating all of this to baseball now. Yeah. Now that you said I that, I can do sense. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, earned run average and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I see a stat about hundreds and fifties. Right. What does that mean? So hundred is, a, it, it's... It's a symbolic figure where you score 100 runs without getting out. Oh. So when you go into bat, you're at zero. And you keep scoring runs. You don't get out till 100. That's a big milestone. Wow. Yeah. Otherwise, you get out and your score keeps, right? And you mm-hmm. just keep adding to it. You have innings or switch, like... <laughs> it's just one inning. So you get out once, you're done. Okay. So... Well, but how does the game end? It's, it's, so it's 300 balls. There are different... There are different um, formats of the game. Okay. And in the most um, popular one, it's 300 balls per inning. 300 balls per inning. Yeah. Per inning. Per inning. So if, if the team is like batting. That sounds like a lot. Now, yeah. I've heard these are long games. This Can be really long, game. long games. Yes. Yeah. So one format of the game goes on for five days. Oh. So that's not played very often or it's not watched that often, but it's the traditional <laughs> cricket. So if you're a traditionalist who loves cricket, you'd love watching a five-day game. Wow. And you know going into it that it's a five-day game? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's not some surprise that it just keeps going and going. You know that's going to happen. What's your format that you play the most with USA Cricket? 50 overs. That's 300 balls an inning. Okay. So it's called 50 overs because each over has six balls. So you bowl 50 overs into six. That's 300 balls. Okay. So each over has six balls. So if I'm going to bowl, I'm going to bowl one over. I bowl six balls. And then somebody else bowls. Gotcha. You got to rotate. So in a 50-over game, the maximum you can bowl, uh, one bowler can bowl is 10 overs. So that's 60 balls. 60. So if I play a 50-over game, the maximum I can bowl is 60 balls. And the rest of the time, are you in the field doing something else or are you yes. out? No, you're fielding. You're always playing. Always. All 11, playing all, all, all the, the time. time. Yes. You're just moving around. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I've got a be- I've definitely got a better idea from mm-hmm. when we when we started. So I've got a lot of way to go, but I at least can I think I can sort of watch it a little bit better now. Right. So tell me where you 
where does this happen? So you were here in Frisco. I feel like USA Cricket is not here in Frisco. Is it anywhere near here? How do you how do you live here and play for the USA national team? Um, so whenever we have whenever we have tournaments, we get together about two three weeks in advance. So we just finished a tournament in Florida, and that took place from the September 9th to the twenty first. But we were in Florida training for the for the previous or the or ten fifteen days before September 9th. And we all have a program that we have to keep doing, and the coaches are keeping track of us, be it conditioning, be it skills training. Okay, from wherever you live. From wherever you live, yeah. And then and you come together to train and get ready for your tournaments and games. and. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, for instance, the next tournament is in November, but we'll have a camp soon next week because November is quite some time away. Mm-hmm. So if there's a bigger break, then we go for camps again. And where does that take place? Um, it's mostly in L.A., Okay. Yeah, or North Carolina, mm-hmm. or in Florida. Okay. Where do you train when you're here in Frisco? Um, I mean, do you play cricket here in Frisco on, with like on a regular basis, or are you just training like to keep in shape and healthy? No. So here I train indoors. There's a place in Farmers Branch. Oh, okay. And there are many academies too, um, be it indoor or outdoors. And then there's a lot of club cricket that goes on here in Dallas. If you just go outdoors on Saturdays and Sundays, you'll see a lot of people playing cricket in Sandy Lakes, the Frisco grounds. Um, I just moved here, so I'm not aware of all the grounds, but I know there's there's a lot of cricket. Yes, I've definitely seen a lot of, like, recreation looking, Mm -hmm. you know, cricket. Now, are we getting a cricket venue up here in Allen? That's right. I remember that now. It's been a while since I read about it. Is that still happening? or what's Yeah. So yeah. now since we got into the ODI format, there's a lot of money coming in and they want to start a minor league here. Oh, so a team okay. is going to be based out of Dallas that will feed into the major league. Oh, wow. So there's a there are big plans for cricket here and they want to include it in the Olympics in 2028 wow. in LA. I'm so surprised it's not already in the Olympics. Yeah, it seems like it would be. Um, I think it's a lot of logistics that goes yeah. in. Um, yeah, not not every country that hosts the Olympics has a cricket ground. They don't want to invest in it, and it's it's conflict of interest between the boards of cricket, the the big ones like Indian Cricket Board. They don't want it to be a part of the Olympics right yeah. now. So a lot of red tape and things mm-hmm. like that that a lot of important people would have to agree on to make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. Well. I love it. I love all the info. You taught me a lot, and um, I appreciate it. So now when I see it or when this Allen venue gets built, I might be able to actually go in there and have a small inkling of what's going on. So so what's next for you? You say November is your next game or tournament, and, right. but you're going to be training in between then. So what's what should we watch out for for USA Cricket next? Um, so we're going to be playing ODIs against Scotland and UAE next. Those are the big fixtures coming up, and we'll be traveling to Dubai for that tournament. Um, ah. So all the points that we get out of that all count towards the World Cup. So because we don't have the Olympics, World Cup is something huge for us, like soccer. Mm-hmm. So the wins that we get there are going to contribute towards the points that will lead us to the World Cup. Wow. Okay. So it all, yeah, it all counts as qualifiers to That's get right. you your ultimate goals. Mm-hmm. Well, fantastic. It sounds like you're also getting to travel to a lot of amazing places too to yeah. play. So you're living the dream right now. Congrats. <laughs> Thank Good you. job. Well, it was nice to meet you and learn your story and 
have you educate me a little bit. So thank you so much for stopping in, talking to us today. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine. I enjoyed it too. So thanks for having me.